Hello, welcome back to Two Bros Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Joe. Episode 42. And tonight we're doing Turn It Up. Turn It Up. So. It's now time for Turn It Up. The band is Triumph, if you don't recognize those geezers behind Joe. (laughs) Canada's other three... uh, Amigos, <laughs> our power trio. All right, so <clears throat> I was thinking about this last night. So we do these questions. It was just an idea to build banter. Do we want to keep doing them? Figure we could have a conversation about this. I don't care because I just figured you know, hey, maybe it'd, it'd be fun. But eh, I think most of the time we just throw in cheese questions, and it's like. I don't know. And then when you got the band, well, it's one thing like when you're really into the band. Yeah. But, but now we're like digging for fucking roots and grubs. Yeah, but you're asking the questions. It's not like I'm asking you questions about this band. That you don't yeah, know. but I know this was in fucking one of your top bands. This, this one, no, they were when I did Rush, I was thinking of doing them after Rush because, you know, they're Canada's other rock trio, power trio. Yeah. But, I mean, they, were, they weren't nearly, a, you know, as hot as Rush was, or famous, or whatever. So that's why I put them down, down here. Yeah, down low. Well, I don't know. You fucking, you almost went off the screen. Under, under. <laughs> Joe's <laughs> shrinking, by the way. That's what's happening. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I got the questions, but I don't know. I just think. Maybe it's just coming off cheesy because, like, look, we're not getting ratings. If we're not being real, you know, I don't know. See one question. What? What's your first one? My first question? Actually, I mean, these ones actually are, aren't too bad. I'm surprised. If Jennifer, I have to give credit to Jennifer. She fucking, she found this shit. Okay, so. You were probably bitching. I don't even know this. I don't. I was like, dude, I know, like, one song. Fucking, that's it. Are you bitching? And then after I started researching it, and I was like, okay, I know two songs. Yeah, you know more than that. I mean, it's because they were radio songs. Yeah, but. those two. That's it. Uh, so, all right. Question number one. Uh, what Joe Walsh song did they cover? Um, damn it. And I can't think of the name of it. Life's been good. Rocky Mountain Way. Yeah, I did. Fuck, I couldn't think of the name. I'm getting old. Because Jennifer was looking up their shit. <clears throat> She's like, uh, naming off the... I'm like, what other songs they do? She's like, Rocky Mountain Way. I'm like, Rocky Mountain Way? That's Joe Walsh. And she's like, oh, no, they covered it. So, all right. So that's one. So you're 0 and 1. See? Well, that's the thing. There's, like, no consequences. We don't win anything or we don't have, like, anything on a line. But then I'm thinking about that. If we did that, like, say, okay, the, if the guy gets them or you got to get so many points or so many, you know, whatever we decide. But then it's in, the, it's in our best interest to, like, make the dude fucking throw him under the bus and, like, dig for something hella hard. Yeah. You know, because it's like, dude, we're not going to do that much digging on some of these bands. I could lose a tooth if I get it wrong. Oh, you probably will. You're going to lose it anyway. Let's see. uh, What North American city were they formed in? Toronto. Yes, correct. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There you go. One for one. All right. Number three. How many studio albums did they uh, make? Sixteen. Damn, fucking look at you. Fucking super Mexican today, huh? 
one I knew. I just I couldn't remember the fucking name. Like I, I I've been doing Mexican Americans. Where like I go into the room to get something and then I forget what the fuck I'm in the room for. Yeah. Like that memory loss I'm getting. Oh yeah, yeah. I get those. It's getting more and more. Yeah, the banana man's coming. He's coming for me. Oh man, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> what the hell is that doing here again? Mr. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> all right, well, let's uh let's do your book report. Share share this band. No, well they're they're the they're like I said, I joke they're Canada's other rock trio or power trio. Because they're the three piece. Yeah. Uh, and they came up after Rush. Rush was about five years ahead of them. So they even give credit to Rush for opening a lot of doors for them being from Canada. Yeah. You know, they probably wouldn't have got as big as they did if, you know, Rush hadn't come through first. Like, another band hadn't opened it up. But having said that, they, they had a pretty good career because um, they had back in the – they opened – or they didn't open, but they played the Us Festival, that big one. In oh, the, yeah, that everybody played. They, yeah, they were playing on that. And they were on the radio all the fucking time. I kind of equate them – they're like a mix between Rush because they kind of have – some of their songs are kind of Rush-type and then uh, like that prog rock and then uh and journey i would say they're more upbeat like they're they you know their song uh the titles and the and the 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 themes of their songs yeah uh, and then and they even say that they were classified as heavy metal but <laughs> fuck it yeah i don't know they were loose with that term back then they were like well we were we're weak heavy metal if we were you know it's like nah. they don't even Claim that they, they were radio rock, you know. Yeah, and they are, and they that laid on the line shit they play that you turn on fucking the bone today, and it probably was playing. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but they were there, you know. They had a good sound, um, and they stayed together. They never had like the oh they replaced this drummer oh they replaced. It wasn't until the 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 guitar player uh, Rick Emmett left. Yeah. He was. He wanted to do. He's got actually. He's pretty good. I've seen some other videos on on YouTube on him. Where he's playing flamenco guitar, like he's got like he's jazz influenced and shit. No, oh, okay. So his whole thing was, yeah. When you make a band, like we had talked about this shit before, when you come together as a band, you kind of put shit to the side, like okay, you compromise, right? Because there's other yeah. people. You can't do everything you just want because there's other people involved. So they pretty much stuck to their pattern. But meanwhile, he always wanted to kind of do other kind of bring other elements in. Yeah. And, the other two guys were like, "No, this is our sound. This is," a, and you can't kind of blame them because, yeah, once they got established, that was. And a lot of bands that do that end up fucking themselves. Yeah, because you got a fan base, and then the fans go like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, you know. So that's why he ended up leaving in the nineties. Yeah, because I was reading through that. Uh, there was a dude named Phil X. I'm like, Phil X was in that band, and then then I realized, oh, it's got to be another Phil X because. Uh, he Phil X plays in Bon Jovi now. He he replaced um Oh the bass player. Uh, no, he replaced um Richie. Richie oh. uh what the fuck is his name? Richie Sambora. Richie Sambora. So but Phil X is a but he dude, he's like forty, so he's a way younger. I'm like, no, nah, this gotta be a different Phil X. Because these fucking guys like I I I sent you that documentary. It's like in five pieces, but they're like ten minutes each. Yeah. It's like an hour if you watch them all. But when this was taken back, like you could tell, like late nineties, early two. Oh yeah, because this was behind the music stuff. 
still all look young, like, you know, somewhat young. They're, like, older than... Yeah, they're they probably were. in their 40s, maybe late 40s. Now, when you see some of the videos of them now, it's like, dude, they're all great. They're all shriveled up and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, they're fucking ancient now. Well, these guys, they, yeah, they're fucking boomers. I mean, shit, they're probably 70s now. Yeah, because they started in 75, so... I mean, I know, like, these younger kids out there call everybody over fucking 30 a boomer, but no. There's a whole generation there that they forgot. It's called Gen X. That's us. So they, yeah, they were ahead of us. They were the Yeah. Younger. We're the kids of the boomers, and then the next ones are our kids. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Fucking, um, yeah, you'd always hear them on the radio. I didn't even know they were from Canada. Yeah, they were from Canada. Well, when I got into them, because I, I used to hear some of their songs, I was like, hey, they're pretty good. Then when I finally, because we used to have record stores, we talked about that in another episode. So I'd go down to the record store and check out some of their shit, so I started buying some of their, well, cassettes at the time. Yeah. And, and yeah, so we used to jam them in, in on the boulevard cruising. <laughs> I was just say, did you guys cruise to Triumph? Yeah, Jeff, Jeff liked it, but he wasn't like that. Wasn't like ah, he, where he's playing it over and over. No, it wasn't heavy enough. It wasn't. It wasn't catching. <laughs> but like I, I, I would equate him like in in between like a rush and a journey. Oh, they were definitely. More, they were yeah. more traditional, like a journey. They know? were rock, yeah. And but they had some elements of that prog rock, but not like deep as Rush was into it and then i like uh i like gil because he was a drummer then he sang some of the songs yeah you know so he was like a singing drummer so he was like a, he was like a phil collins yeah and uh i don't know I, they had a good sound and shit and it's just kind of sad then that the video i watched a documentary where they're they're showing uh well it might have been another little clip after yeah they interviewed rick emmett because you know well do you guys ever think you're going to get back you know, like to have a reunion or whatever. And he goes, yeah, everybody asks that every day, you know, when we run into somebody. And he, like, starts crying. Like, he started breaking down where they had to cut the tape. Yeah. And back, and he's better. And I was like, dude, I don't give a shit what this guy said because he's saying, oh, it'll never happen. It's like, no, look at you, dude. You're fucking breaking down. What? Okay, was he opposed to it? Why is he crying? Well, he just said the way it left, because the, with the record company involved, because, you know, they had ties to record companies and contracts. Yeah. When he wanted to get out, the other two tried to keep him to, you know, to stay. And, and they just, because they had a break. And then, then they all were owned a piece of their recording studio at the time in Toronto. They bought a recording studio. Yeah. Oh, uh, he owned a piece and he's like, it, he had a bunch of shit like monetary and cont- contractional that he was like, well, how do I just, break off because like you know it's like a marriage yeah all the shit financially and and shit and uh so it all that went bad because especially with the record company at the time and uh and so i guess so the, the other guys kind of still blame them for that yeah. like they you know they the way well, you could have did it you could have came to us and we could have worked something instead of just saying i'm leaving you know so they kind of hold that but the other guys are still kind of, when they asked them about it, they're like, well, you never know what happened. They're like, it's like they're old now. Like, they're like, yeah, why hold on to that shit? Yeah. And I think he's almost <laughs> at that, because he, like I said, in that one interview I seen, he broke down. So I was like, hey, dude, if you're breaking down, then yeah, you fucking miss it and shit, you know? Yeah. So, but you're just being a, a stubborn, you know? Because it's like, just go back, make, you know, do a couple shows. Get some money, get the cash in, you know? Everybody else is. I mean, at this point, fuck. You're. What else are you gonna do? And you know, like I said, they're probably what their seventies, if not late sixties. Yeah, no, they're in. They gotta be. Gotta be seventies. Gotta be. 
And uh, yeah, just get the paycheck. Fuck it. And you know who's gonna go see him is the boomers. So fuck it. Yeah, all those old guys. Are, well, yeah, they want to see him. They don't care if it's a it's a fucking cash cow. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because the the drummer he still owns the studio, so he their studio he ended up buying it all out all outright. Yeah, the sole proprietor of the studio. But uh, so he's still in the business. Okay, you know, he says, well, I'm still in the business in that sense. Yeah. Started naming off people that, that recorded at his studio. And she was like, oh, some big names. And uh, he goes, but yeah, every day somebody asked me, Are you, when are you guys going to get back together and do a reunion? So, yeah. I don't know, it's kind of sad. But, uh, well, I guess stay tuned and uh, check them out and uh, follow them, see if they do a reunion. Yeah, or go at least go check out their back catalog. They had some good stuff. Yeah. I know once they do a reunion, they'll probably be on Eddie Trunk and he'll talk all about it. Because I think that's where that Blackie Lawless thing came up. There was an interview this week on Eddie Trunk. Yeah. Well, he did the one a couple months ago when we were talking about it with him and uh, Chris Holmes, how they were fighting. Yeah. Because Chris has cancer and shit. So, yeah, I remember Eddie Trunk did that interview. Yeah. So. But. All right. So that's Turn It Up. Check out Triumph. We'll put the links in the show notes. All right. And see you next time. Late. Bye.